So some employees have a lot of extra time and we might have a lot of other projects that might be now really critical for the company. Welcome to the Talent Experience Show, your look at what's happening right now in recruitment, talent acquisition, talent management, and of course, our favorite, HR tech. I'm Devin Foster. And I'm Tom Tate, and we are on the marketing team at Phenom. And Devin, I'm not going to spend a ton of time paying the bills today, as you'd like to say. Uh, We're very fortunate and excited to have our first guest on the show, Sumita Mehta. She is a senior product manager here at Phenom. She works on our suite of employee experience uh, tools, uh, a very awesome portion of our product. And uh, that specific area helps managers engage their teams, skill their workforce, promote internal mobility, and a ton more. Uh, Sumita, welcome to the show. Thank you, Tom. So one of the questions I have just to kick things off, I'm really curious uh, if you want to quickly share What excites you specifically about working on the employee experience side of things? I know that we have a lot of product managers working on the candidate experience. Uh, Is there something that drew you to it or something that excites you about that area of the product? So I really enjoy working on the employee experience. It's something that has gained a lot of traction over the last, I would say, 12 to 18 months. There's been such a big focus on the employee experience because there's been a lot of studies that say happy employees make happy customers. So there's been a lot of focus. There's so much work going on in the HR industry about that. And uh, the best part I like, there's a lot of things that go into the employee experience. There's employee engagement, there's internal mobility, there's learning, there's career pathing. But what I like is that we're constantly driving the employee and giving them tools where they can take their careers into their own hands and really become a better version of themselves and grow in their career. So I find that growth aspect, that continuous learning aspect, really, really exciting. Samia, that's that's awesome. There is a a ton of value from our employee experience uh, platform side of things. But one thing you didn't mention uh, about the growth is, is gigs, right? And, and today we're talking all about gigs and how they can be leveraged to transform your workplace or workforce, especially during times of crisis and uncertainty, right? Now, when most people hear gigs or, or think of gigs, they think about musicians, you know, playing Friday nights at your local watering hole, or they think of Uber, Lyft, TaskRabbit, Instacart, A lot of these services uh, where someone does a small job for you um, to kind of get a little bit of extra pay or income on the side, Uh, a side hustle, if you will, I think is a lot of things that that people have have talked about when they talk about gigs. Um, But Sumita, for HR and internal teams, how would you define a gig and an internal talent marketplace? So when I think of a gig is just like you said, we think of all these companies like DoorDash and Uber that have all these little jobs to do. So an internal gig is similar. We see we see companies moving from a very hierarchical um, uh, kind of network to more of a project based um, project based entities. So uh, at at a very basic level, a gig is a project or a task that needs to get done. Um, And every single manager, every single company has a bunch of these tasks that that are not full-time positions, that are needed, 
that are needed to get done, but they don't have someone dedicated to do it. So how can companies really leverage the talent that they already have within their companies in order to do this? That That's how I would define a gig. And then a gig marketplace is basically having all these gigs in one place where uh, employees can go and make it really dem- democratic, where they can go and search, apply for these gigs and really do them based on skills that they might already have. And again, not be using it in their primary jobs, but still they can contribute in other ways. Yeah, I think that's that's a great kind of setup for how valuable a gig and, and an internal talent marketplace can be for an organization. So I, I think in Devin, you know, we've talked about this a lot over the past couple of episodes. Uh, organizations are transforming so fast uh, right now, you know, in response to to COVID-19 in response to economic changes. So what we're seeing is, is the, the gigs of yesterday are much different than what the gigs of today and the gigs of tomorrow will be, right? So the projects, the important work that needs to get done uh, is constantly being reevaluated and constantly shifting. So how do you get that work to the people who need to do it, you know, to the people who actually need to execute that work. I listened to a podcast uh, with Donald Miller. Uh, he's a marketer and a writer that I follow. And uh, he had this great quote uh, he shared with his team. Uh, we're no longer playing chess, we're playing tennis, you know, so the game has changed. So whereas, you know, organizations could do long-term strategic planning, uh, the ball is just coming at us so quickly. The best we can do is, is swing uh, and hope that we make contact in the right way. You know, and I think that that's a great metaphor uh, for for how things are moving. Um, and as as managers, uh, you know, managers in any organization, uh, they need to be able to make sure that we're coordinated and intentional with our swinging. Uh, so as the ball is coming at us, they need to be able to identify what swing do we need to to do, um, and how do we get that racket into the right hands? You know, so Sumita working on the product side of gigs uh, here at Phenom, uh, and, and I'm sure doing just a ton of research. Um, how can a, a gig program quickly mobilize a team um, and really make sure that they're aligned with the, the right work that needs to get done and, and how do they, they get access to it? Sure, yeah. One of the things we learned in our research, we, we did talk to a number of uh, companies that might have something, a program like gigs kind of happening unofficially or they might have homegrown solutions for it. Um, it becomes even more relevant in the current context where we have so many so many employees working from home and not just that lots of companies reallocating their resources to really make their workforce as agile as possible so there might be projects that have been backburnered and so some employees have a lot of extra time and we might have a lot of other projects that might be now really critical for the company so really using a gig program can help with this pivoting in in the HR strategy because now companies, management, leaders, they can really create these gigs based on the new projects that they want to focus their efforts on and really highlight what are the skills that they need for these projects. And then employees can go out, seek those projects, um, be matched with some of those projects and apply to them and start using that free time they might have because their primary projects have been put on hold. Um, And then also the other way we can do that is by really giving people who need, so managers or leaders who need some workforce, we can give them, uh, really show them who in their workforce 
is best suited to do these gigs. So it's it's two sided. It's not only showing employees what gigs they would be really that would be really beneficial to them, but also then show these gig managers who would be the people that would be the right resources for them to use and they can seek those out instead of even before they wait for these applications so that's that's a good way for companies to quickly move resources around based on availability based on skills and based on what they need to get done tom that 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 tennis analogy from donald miller i think is is the perfect example and the reason for that is is one thing sumita mentioned was work from home Right. And, and tennis almost is the perfect sport for social distancing. Right. You're, you're at least 10 to 12 feet apart from the person you're playing against, unless, of course, you're playing doubles. And that's a whole nother can of worms that I don't want to get into. Um, but a, a lot of organizations who have shifted to this work from home environment now have a new can of worms, a, a new set of problems. There are a number of workers in every organization that are typically on location or frontline workers, right? They can't do their usual jobs now because they're at home, like everyone should be staying safe, watching Netflix, catching up on Tiger King, whatever it may be. And and perhaps these individuals are looking externally for gig work. They may be uh, using Uber. They may be, you know, picking up some things from Instacart, whatever it is. But how do you shift them to doing internal gigs at your location, right? Or, or for your organization? So while large portions of the workforce find themselves working remotely, how can managers also use gig work as a way to rescale or upskill employees? And who knows, maybe many of these organizations don't fully migrate back to the office, you know, at the flip of a switch. They may have to embrace this transformation. And how are they going to leverage gig work during this this transition? Um, So I think managers are probably the key in making sure any kind of gig platform gets adoption and is most useful and helpful to companies because they know their employees and they know their employees' skills. So as well as they know what what needs to get done. So um, I think it's two different things managers can do. One is they can highlight to their employees certain jobs that might use same skills that they already have. So if an employee has a skill which they're not currently using, but then there's a related transferable skill that can can be put in a different context, they can really highlight those. And um, the second thing that employees em- managers can do is they can really help employees understand what, what would be some good skills to learn while they're going through this process. So they can highlight those skills that will help them get to the next level and help them reskill. Yeah. And I think, you know, Sumita, we're going to see that reskilling play an important factor in, you know, a lot of companies are talking about how do you survive and thrive? Um, and I think when you move from their survival mode to, to thriving mode, uh, it's going to be all about how well you can really tap tap into your existing workforce and how you can increase that productivity. And sometimes that means unlocking those new skills, you know, and making sure that the right people are learning the right things to do the right job. Uh, so we're going to keep this specific episode on the short side, but I'm going to explain why in just a minute. But I do hope that this conversation will help you rethink just the different ways that you can keep your employees engaged 
uh, and unlock this productivity potential of, of your team. And if you're not a manager and you're listening, um, think about this in terms of how can you keep yourself active and engaged and moving in the right direction. Uh, so if you are an employee who happens to be home with less work on your hands, uh, you know, maybe in the absence of a formal gig program at your organization, can you pick up some projects or ask, you know, what can I do to pick up new skills? Um, there's a lot that you can be doing right now. Um, but, uh, you know, specific, if you don't have a formal gig program, I am super excited to share uh, that Devin and Sumita, they're going to be live in just a few days. Uh, so three or four days from now uh, with a webinar that's going to go much deeper into gigs uh, and how you can leverage them at your organization. We'll talk about some of the topics we talked about on the podcast, but we're going to go much deeper. We're going to have some real examples of uh, companies who are engaging in this reskilling effort, especially as we, we move from in-office work to remote work. Uh, and then Sumita is also going to demo uh, how the internal talent marketplace at Phenom works. Um, so you really can't see that on a podcast, you know, but you'll be able to see that on a webinar, which is super cool. Um, so that's going to be on Thursday, April 23rd at 2 p.m. Eastern. And if you're not listening to this podcast in real time, you're listening to it in the future, uh, you can catch that webinar uh, replay. Uh, so if you want to catch it live or you want to catch the replay, it'll be the same link. And I will have that link in the show notes or you can head on over to our resources at phenom.com. Uh, head on over to our blog or our resources page. You'll see this webinar and all the upcoming webinars we have. Uh, so uh, we're going to wrap things up. Uh, Sumita, thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome. This is always fun. Yeah, thanks so much, Sumita. And and Tom, I think you tricked us all. You saved the bill paying to the end. Uh, but I am going to call you uh, Tom, the accountant Tate from now on, because you do always pay the bills. And that's one thing that I, I really appreciate and love about you. Um, but thanks, everyone, for joining us today on the Talent Experience Show. Head over to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, wherever you get your podcast consumption. Uh, and don't forget to hit subscribe so that you are notified when every episode comes out. And as always, stay safe, stay healthy, and stay strong. We'll catch you next week on the Talent Experience Show. Thanks, everybody. See ya.